The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. All right, hello everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Pick a Side. We got a special guest here today, nice. sir Facundo. He's a friend of J- John Carlos's, and Riv is not here today because Riv had a, a personal issue. personal issue. But okay, we're gonna do this show. So look, right now there's a playoff game going on. Right now, it's the, the score. <laughs> it's the Bucks and the Miami Heat. Yep. So. Real quick, do you think that the Heat have what it takes to upset the Milwaukee Bucks? I want to hear your takes on it. Uh, you want to go first? Yeah, I guess I'll go first. Um, first and foremost, I want to start off the show by saying that in this series, I have Milwaukee winning in five. I know you're yeah. a Heat fan, and I know everybody's giving that's, me a lot of backlash for that. Right. But um, can Miami upset? Yeah. I mean, you saw in the regular season, I think Miami actually beat them in the regular season, had a better regular season record, or at least tied. Um, you know, Bam Adebayo is somebody that you can put on Giannis Antetokounmpo, build a wall. You know, you got Jimmy Butler, you got Goran Dragic who's playing really well. It's a deep team. You got a rookie Tyler Hero who can come hit shots. You got Duncan Robinson who can space the floor. Jay Crowder is not a slouch, so they have the personnel to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. God forbid Giannis doesn't come to play. I mean, you're gonna lean on Chris Middleton. No disrespect to Chris Middleton, he's a really <laughs> good player, but I, I, you need Giannis Antetokounmpo to play and play well so I think this series he's gonna play well being the fact that a lot of people are making jokes in the regular season saying that the Miami Heat locked them up which they did uh, that one or two games so I think he's coming and I think he's, I think he's gonna really get them out of here in five games that's my opinion but can Miami win and upset <laughs> yes but I don't see it happening yeah that's those are those are good points well I want to start off by saying shout out to these guys for letting me be on the, sh- uh, the podcast sure. uh, big fan these guys have a a lot of potential for sure, um, but can Miami win? Yeah, they they could win. Anything can happen in the East, you know. And I I think I want to start by saying that I'm not sold a hundred percent on Giannis mm-hmm. as the guy. Like mm-hmm. he walks on the court and he's not LeBron, he's not Kawhi, he's not Kevin Durant. Like it's not like true. if any of those players were on the court, mm-hmm. we would it wouldn't even be a question, mm-hmm. you know. But these are the games that make Giannis. So last year bounced in the Eastern Conference, right? Yeah. Two years ago, I think semis. Yeah. MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. Mm-hmm. Well, reigning MVP, mm-hmm. possible MVP, back-to-back MVPs. Mm-hmm. This shouldn't even be a question, and yeah. we're questioning it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sold on Giannis. So can they win? Yeah, Spolstra's a good coach. He are an actual team. Mm-hmm. Great players, Goron, Tyler Heroes gets buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, Iggy brings that experience. Duncan He's Robinson, got chips. No mm-hmm. Duncan Robinson shooting lights out. Bam. I'd say I'd say there's a seventy percent chance Bucks win. Mm-hmm. There's a thirty percent chance mm-hmm. the Heat win. Mm-hmm. Um, How many games if the Heat win? How many do you think? You think it would two, go max, two max? Two uh-huh. max. Uh, 
if they win three, there's obviously a game seven, and mm-hmm. anything can happen in game seven. Mm-hmm. Barring injury, mm-hmm. Giannis, everyone healthy, the Bucks are the clear team, the better team in the East. Like out the East, Vegas has had them all year a huge favorite mm-hmm. to come out the East. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Bucks in uh, Bucks in five if they're playing lights out. Yeah. Bucks in six if Miami get a little hot. You think, y'all? You brought up a great point about people questioning Giannis. We question that is true. We question Giannis because he doesn't have a great handle. He doesn't have any moves. <laughs> he's just, he, but he's so strong that he can get to the basket anytime he wants. But he can shoot still, even though today he made a couple threes. Mm-hmm. So we question Giannis so much, and that's why it's hard for me to pick Milwaukee. Eric Bledsoe isn't playing right now, yeah. And I feel like that's actually of a Hammy. benefit. That's, that's a benefit to the Bucks because. There's no spacing on the floor when Bledsoe is there. Because he can't shoot. So now you have George Hill slotted in that spot. Now they have more spacing. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not sold on Milwaukee. As a and team? Oh, damn. I'm not sold All on right. Milwaukee. That's like, what's up. <laughs> I think I'm going to pick the Heat to win. How many and games? I'm gonna pick, Yo, I'm gonna, I'm going to pick the Heat to win in six games. Tripping, wow. dog. <laughs> they're going to win in six games, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Milwaukee can't guard the three-point ball. I think Miami's the best three-point shooting team in the NBA. <laughs> And when it comes to guarding Giannis, they can guard Giannis. They, they have individual they defenders They can build for a wall. Mm-hmm. You got Bam. You got Olenek. You got Iggy. You got Crowder. You got Jimmy. You got real good defenders. Yeah. And then what? So let's say if Bam and Jay Crowder and these guys build a wall on Giannis, mm-hmm. now Chris Middleton got to hit shots. If Jimmy's on Chris Middleton, I trust Jimmy to win that matchup on defense against Chris Middleton. Yeah. I'm just not sold on the Bucks because outside of the guys like Eric Bledsoe, I don't trust him at all. Mm-hmm. He's nice. I, I, Eric Bledsoe he's nice. not bad. After what I seen last year in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, he shot him out the games, right? Yeah, yeah he they, completely shot him out the games. Yeah, that was Toronto with Kawhi. That's a but with Toronto, what Toronto did to Eric Bledsoe last year in the Eastern Conference Finals mm-hmm. is what Houston has been doing to Lugans Dort in oh, the yeah, first just round. Just let him shoot. You just let him <laughs> shoot no, all like the time. Nine, bro. So Bad. I'm just not sold on Milwaukee because I yeah Giannis is gonna be Giannis he's gonna be great on defense, but Chris Middleton was horrible against the Magic and if he plays like that it's nah, over. Nah, he was playing. You have did you watch some of the game today? He was playing, no, he's he playing, playing, well. playing well. Very well. He's playing well. Giannis, the thing about Giannis, I think what's gonna separate him was gonna bring him to like elite stardom. Like get this, we need to lock this dude up. Is uh, a turnaround. Mid range, like like a mid range shot, because yeah. he can go to the post whenever he wants. He can literally walk in there. He's stronger. He, he can shoot the three. All right, he, he's gotten better. It's not but it's consistent. If, if You'd he, him shoot. If he can turn around jumper or mm-hmm. baseline mid range jumper, mm-hmm. it open his game. I agree. Unbelievable. He could shoot the free throw, so you can't hack a shack. He so that would really and just obviously going winning. Like he's got to go to the finals. If he doesn't go to the finals. He can lose the finals, but he's got to go to the finals to be elite. I agree. I agree. Is that much pressure on him? You know, you're the, th- you're the number one team in the league record-wise. Mm-hmm. I just think I'm in love with Miami as a team. Even though I doubted them throughout the whole regular season, oh, yeah, I did. didn't I didn't think Miami <laughs> was going to be this good. But, I mean, nobody knew they were going to get the best three-point shooter in the league in Duncan Robinson percentage-wise. No nobody knew who Kendrick Nunn was, and At nobody all. knew that Tyler Hero was going to make this impact that he's making. Yeah. Then you add... 
Iggy uh, and Jay Crowder in trades. And like the leap of Bam Adebayo. Dragic mm-hmm. is balling. Dragic is good. Yeah, like you got, like, I'm in love it's with the Miami team. team because. Team. And they play hard. You know that they That's pass the ball. the ball. They pass the ball more than any team in the NBA. I'm not surprised. So. It's not like they're unselfish. They're a great team. They're, they're team. unselfish. They're they're coached really well by mm-hmm. Eric Spolstra. But so, honestly, like hundred bucks on it, you taking Miami? I mean, I'm not a betting man. Well, if you had to so bet, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not a betting man, so I wouldn't bet. If I had to bet, I don't even think I'd bet on the series because I think it's too unpredictable. I can't put my money on Milwaukee. And I can't put my money on Miami because they don't have the star power. Yeah. yeah. But Milwaukee has that star, but that star, I mean, if Giannis doesn't win a finals this year, doesn't get to the finals, we're going to be talking about an, a player that may be overrated, even though he has two MVPs and a defensive player of the year. Like, if he gets an MVP and defensive player of the year, that's going to be like the first time somebody's got it since Michael, Michael Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. And we know he's nowhere near the level of impact as Jordan. He's not better. So he's getting these same accolades, and we're not even – we're putting him in, in a conversation like me. If we're talking about top five players, I don't even have him in my top five. Damn. Giannis. You're bugging. <laughs> I mean, no, everybody's entitled Wait, to their own 10? opinion. Oh, of yeah. course, top, top ten. ten you got to get him. But, back. okay, top five, LeBron. Okay. In order? Ka- this is in order? This is not in order. Just oh. these are the five Ka- players that are better than him. Kawhi. Okay. LeBron, Kawhi. Harden. Oh, okay. Mm. He's and a Harden fan. I got Luca. Okay. I got uh, Luca over him. Okay. And then who's the other one? I'm forgetting about Steph? one more guy. Anthony uh, Davis. Kevin Durant. Just naming mm. players. Dame. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I take Kevin Durant over Giannis. Healthy Kevin like, Durant. If we're talking about everybody healthy, Giannis yeah, not, yeah. might not be top five. Yeah. Because you got, got Steph, mm-hmm. KD, LeBron, Kawhi, Harden. Off the bat. Mm-hmm. Westbrook? No, no. Not uh. Westbrook. Westbrook's like, still good. He's no slouch. He's, he's still pretty good. And yeah. I guess Harden is debatable in that fifth spot, but I personally feel like Harden got robbed last year with the MVP. I mean, he had a historic season. He did thirty for thirty. Mm-hmm. Bro, that was nuts. Thirty six points per game. He was. You're a huge Harden no, fan. No, I, I love James Why? Harden. I love James Harden. He's, he's his favorite player of all time. Damn. Mm-hmm. He's why? A he's a great player. I, I'll tell you why. Um, when I used to play 2K, I played 2K16, and I played uh, this online GM, this GM <laughs> league, mm-hmm. and the player I drafted was Harden because he just fell, so I just drafted him. I swear, he was the most unstoppable player <laughs> in the game. I was averaging 50 with him. I was really dominated with him, and ever since then, I loved Harden because I feel like he's one of the most underappreciated players he in really the NBA is. right now. He yeah. really is, and I've watched your videos. Um, Obviously, you're a big Harden fan. Uh, you can't knock him. Un- unreal talent. He's changed the game. That step back, um, side step back. Mm-hmm. All these young guys are adapting it. So he's he's changed the game. He's just he's living. His prime was Warriors prime. So there was nothing he could do. Mm-hmm. He every year exactly. I think uh, Houston's GM was like every year I wake up and my first. Um, goal goal is, is how do I beat the Warriors? To construct a team to beat the Warriors. James, uh, they were up what? You were up 3-1 when three Chris two. Paul got three hurt? 3-2. Three three yeah. Chris Paul not hurt? Uh, you got a shot. You got a clear shot of beating those Warriors. And you want to know what's the thing that, that kind of hurts the most? Is that instead of fans appreciating a GM and a team to say, we're going to go up against these juggernauts. 
Because every team was tanking for like two, three years and waiting for the dynasty to play out. Oh, yeah. The Rockets were the only team that said, nah, we're going to try to beat these guys. Yeah. If we lose, we lose. And I think they were the closest team to almost beat them. They were. Back-to-back years. They were. They were closer than LeBron when LeBron had Kyrie there and was K-Love. One, there was one year where Houston was the number one seed in the entire Western Conference. Yeah. No they way. They won 65 and wins. They, and they got let me tell you, you know what's crazy? They made more threes that season than Golden State made that season. So they literally constructed a team to play the exact same way as Golden <laughs> State to try to shoot. They couldn't they beat him. Almost got him. If Chris Paul doesn't get hurt, you can make a case. No, there's an there's an outstanding case that they could have won that series. They might have not won in six, but I definitely with home court advantage that year, uh, they probably would have won in seven. That was the game where they fucking where they fucking missed like twenty seven shots in a row. In a row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if Chris Paul's there with his demeanor, with his experience, I think he's Point. gonna try to, you know, rally everybody, calm down, you know. Thank God. Yeah, man. Take control of the game. That's what Houston was missing. And, you know, a lot of people didn't point that out, but Chris Paul you see what he's doing in OKC. He's a great veteran yeah, he's, player. He's amazing. I don't player. know if you noticed, but every time you see OKC rushing or doing anything or blowing a lead or another team goes on a large run, Chris Paul rallies everybody, rallies everybody, talks to them, boosts their morale, and that helps. And I think if you know Chris Paul was there, seeing Harden and everybody struggling to shoot the three, all right, guys, relax. Let's try to get into the paint. Let's try to draw some fouls. The three. He's will come. been there. That's why he's he's been there. What he got? He got oh six. He got drafted. Chris Paul was drafted Rookie in two, of the year, right? 2006, 2006, like that? 2005. 2005, 2006. He was Either drafted or. with Darren Williams. Yeah. Dirty. Same draft class. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Warriors, um, you can't knock them. Like, unreal. They were just unstoppable. It was a... Nobody could beat them. It, it, was a, it was a two-headed monster, and they were a 73 and 9. And, and when the Kevin three-headed Durant. monster came in, it was like... It's ridiculous. Like, like, let's wrap up the season, you yeah. know? But they, they were fortunate. Kawhi hurt up mm-hmm. 25. Yeah. Chris Paul hurt. Kyrie, Kevin Love, all those guys hurt. Now, if, if they were all healthy, who knows? Maybe they would have won, but... They got they, karma they for that fortunate. last year in the finals with how many people they had out. Yeah, Clay Thompson I mean, was out. Clay, uh, Kevin Durant ruptures his Achilles. What are the odds, man? The, man, year, the one year LeBron <laughs> doesn't make the finals. Yeah, it happens. It's crazy. I wish. I wish. One more, man. One more for Bron, and he's he's the second you know, best player ever. James Harden is underappreciated. Um he does draw a lot of fouls. I he know does. That, that that gets a lot of fans upset, but I mean, he's dirty, he's man. Nice. Every he's every nice. great scorer draws a lot of fouls. James Harden's nice. So man. It, it's crazy that like fans want to take. They're like, oh, take away Harden's free throws, then let's do it for Luca. Let's do it for KD. Let's do it. If you for take away Harden's, every great score. If you take away Harden's free throws, he's still number one in the NBA in scoring. Yeah, he's like twenty nine, thirty points per game. That one year he oh, almost James, won. That one James. year he should have won MVP. But, I mean, he's been robbed. Uh, I don't know about robbed because Curry that one year you got to give it to him. Unanimous, yeah. Uh, and then I this think year, it was this year. I mean, I know he was in the race, right, for a little bit, James Harden. But this was Giannis's year. Last yeah. year they gave it to Giannis because his team had the best record in the NBA. I in think the last year. So last year was very narrative driven, and the yeah. reason why it was is because. I remember in the middle of the season, they were coming out with documentaries about like uh, Giannis, and I, I don't know if you guys remember, but the documentary was called "Finding Giannis." Yeah, I remember. And the documentary <laughs> was scouts literally going to Greece or wherever Giannis was playing and scouting him. Yeah. So they were coming out with documentaries about Giannis and this whole background about like how he grew up poor as hell to where he is now. So everybody was like, "Oh man." You know, we want Plus, this guy. I mean, for the most part, if, if we're being honest, everybody at this table knows around the NBA. 
Giannis Antetokounmpo is probably a more likable player than James Harden just because of his oh, style yeah, of play. For so sure. that matters too. Likable amongst the media. Yeah, yeah, definitely. N- and the media, players, the media drives a lot of a lot of these NBA votes. players voted Harden as MVP. Yeah. They voted for him as MVP in 2015 and last year. Lou Will was on a Gilbert Arenas podcast, yeah, and said, Lou Will no was question. like, "It's no question. It's James Harden. Yeah, like no question." But obviously, like the media, they question it, and they're gonna pick Giannis. But okay, yeah. so it was close though. It, yeah. it, it was. It no, was, I don't it think was like, it was close. It was. It was close, dude. I think it was a. It was a, like a landslide that in Giannis's won. favor last year. No, no, no. Like um, in general, like oh yeah, yeah. Like people's votes, it was close. Like you could have gave like you. You got anything against Giannis winning it last year, or you think he deserved it? Oh, I do. Oh, I got. I got a lot of about Giannis. <laughs> winning it. I do. Giannis. I do. I don't even think he should have won a uh, defensive player. I, I personally like AD. Hell yeah. AD should have won. And should I think LeBron should win it this year, personally. Well, MVP? Well, you're a LeBron fan. I'm a LeBron. I would love for that yeah, to happen, but, but he's I've, not I've get been it. honest. I've been honest. Like that Russell Westbrook year, mm-hmm. you got to give it to him. Triple yeah. double. James Harden, Curry. I've been honest, but this year, I think LeBron is the best player in the league. Okay. That's fair. It's not anything to, it's not anything that's crazy. What's yeah. the next uh, topic? So the next topic is the Celtics and Raptors. So the okay. Celtics blew out the Raptors yesterday. So, I mean, on it's just game one. We know yeah. that game ones go like this. Yeah. So do you think based off game one or just for the whole series that the Celtics are pretty much going to run away with this series? Or do you think that this series is going to go the lengths into seven games? Um, wow, you remember JP from Costco, don't you? Of course. Okay, me and JP. Shout out JP. JP, yeah. We bet on this series like the day before game one even started, and I had Boston beating them in six. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm not going to base an entire series off game one because I've seen a lot of teams win game one. Hence, Boston last year when they beat Milwaukee game one, Milwaukee came to smoke them out of the water the next four games and send them home. So um, I'm going to stick with Boston winning. Um, game one is not going to really make me – it's not going to really make me believe that they can run away from this series because on the other side of – um. You know, on the other side of the court, you have Nick Nurse, coach of the year. You got a, a nice Raptors team who came off a championship. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was the MVP, but a lot of people underrate how good that team was, you know, all around. Fred Van Vliet took a step forward this year. Kyle Lowry's playing really well. Pascal blossomed into that number one role. Norman Powell, you got a team that with players that are developing, getting getting better. So, no, I don't think this is a runaway series. I do think Boston will win because at the end of the day, I kind of do think Boston has a little more star power than them. Um, Jalen Brown's phenomenal. Jason Tatum's phenomenal. Kemba Walker's really good. I just think they just have a slightly better team. Um, Coaching-wise, I mean, you can say Nick Nurse. Brad Stevens is absolutely no slouch as a head coach either. Easily. So um, I just think just based off talent and everything, you know, aligned, I think Boston has it in six. Um, But, you know, Toronto's Toronto. They're defending champs. And I know they don't have Kawhi, but... This is still a team on paper and with the eye test that you most certainly have to respect. So game one is not it's not going to change my mind on who I think is winning. It's not going to make me think that the Celtics can run away because I guarantee you on a Nick Nurse-led team, Toronto's not going to come out like how they did in game one, game two. So I still have Boston at six, but I wouldn't be surprised if Toronto ran away, you know. Not ran away, but won this series. That's true. Good point. Yeah. Uh, off the top of my head, after game one, mm-hmm. at first I had, I couldn't call it. This was honestly like... It's a tough series. Tough series, well-matched, coach for coach. Yeah. Uh, I guess 
you say you go as far as your best player can take you. That's yeah. the saying. Yeah. Jason Tatum or Siakam. Uh, I got Tatum to slight edge. Yeah, so I'm going to say C's in, in six or seven because mm-hmm. I expect Toronto to bounce back. Mm-hmm. But I do disagree with you uh-huh. about game one. Uh-huh. Um, one seed versus eighth seed, I don't. Game one was nothing like when, mm-hmm. when Lillard. When the Blazers beat the Lakers yeah, yeah. And, and the Magic Completely beat the Bucks, we were all we all knew what was going to happen. Yeah, but this late with teams this good, there's no there's small room for error. To come every out like game mm-hmm. is like on the line, mm-hmm. so you got to come out strong. So that's a big momentum for um Boston. for the Seas. So I think star power Kemba, um, Jalen Brown's been stepping up big time. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Tatum's the best player on the team. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought I was going to give it to Kemba come playoff because of experience. Uh-huh. Kemba's been in the league for years. Mm-hmm. But Jason Tatum <laughs> is but experience absolute. off playoffs, though, Kemba has... In the league. Kemba, no, 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 he said in the league. In, in the, the league. league. Just, yeah, just, but you know. playoffs is different, though. I yeah. think Kemba his whole career has Ke- only been Kemba's in the playoffs twice. Diff- playoffs is different, but I- I'd still give it to Kemba because Kemba give you 50 any night. Like He could. 50? Yeah. No, Kemba, he, Kemba, Kemba I'll say 30, but 50? Kemba, could, Kemba could have a game like, where he erupts. Like Kemba, he no, really he could. can, but like, I mean, how often? It, that's what I'm no, saying. No, I'm just saying like, yeah. like next, any, next you're game. You're saying any given game, yeah. Kemba Walker could be the best player. Yeah, in okay, the team. Yeah, I and agree. go for 50. Like, yeah. like Jamal Murray, kind of. Yeah. You know? It's not as likely anymore because Brad Steven likes to share the ball. Mm-hmm. And the Seas have always traditionally been a team. You know, like the 08 team. That was like a team. Um, but uh, I got I'm not sold once once Kawhi everyone knows they won because yeah. Kawhi Leonard was on that team. He's the best player on the team. I yeah, agree. This, I agree. This is this is gonna on t- game two is gonna tell us a lot about how the the Raptors are built. Mm-hmm. The T had the T of Nick Nurse, how well he uses that footage because mm-hmm. you get one day, you get one day rest, and that's it. You get <laughs> yeah, ready to play. Fact. So let's see how yeah. well they rest, and let's see how well um they view tape. But mm-hmm. I got season in six in, or seven, uh, right? I got season six. Okay. The reason I don't take game one so seriously is because you were you were right about the point you made where there's no room for error. But I think this is a different situation. That these players just came off of this uh boycott and all of the civil unrest that's going on. Right. So like the Raptors, they came into this and they're kind of still mentally in that phase. Even I think after the game, Kyle Lowry mentioned it. Or somebody on the Raptors mentioned it how like they didn't they weren't really focused on the game because just a couple of days ago they didn't even know if they were gonna continue the season. Yeah. So you already checked out and you're you know thinking about something else and now you're telling these players to get back into the play into playoff mode. So it, it took them time to adjust. But do I think that Toronto can beat the Celtics two times in a row? I definitely do. Yeah, of course. They beat them two times in a row. That two one and we're talking about doesn't matter. Completely different. So you know, same thing that's happening with Denver and the Jazz now. Three mm-hmm. one, Jamal Murray going off two games in a row. But, now it's game seven. But to everybody's point, nobody had Utah at least in our podcast being up three one. No, no one. I, I, I had them losing in six. They said they uh, were going to get swept or losing five. I, nah, thought, I said five. I said I'd five. say five or six. Donovan Mitchell because one of my Mitchell, favorite players. Yeah, so you, you know, you got a special place in your heart for Mitchell. I you, love him. He's, he's a, a baller. I like him. He's a baller. But uh, nah, three one up fifteen in game five. Mm-hmm. That game, that series should have been over. They should have been Jamal over. Murray. It should have been a, a sweep because game one, yeah, Donovan Mitchell got that eight second violation with a minute nineteen Damn. left that killed momentum. But what were you saying? 
Oh, I thought you were talking. Oh, no, you were, I'm going to let you finish your point about the Celtics. Uh, you said that you think the Toronto Raptors, you wouldn't be surprised if they went yeah, two straight. Yeah, they come back 2-1. No, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they went two straight. And then we're talking about a different series, like JC said. Yeah. Um, This series is really hard to call. It is. is. The thing about this year that's so different from other years is that this year there is no real favorite. Like yeah, you, you East. got like mm. the, in the East, but even kind of in the West, because the Clippers they have a stacked roster. You're talking oh, yeah. like but Warriors they have favorite, Kem- yeah, like oh, Warriors no, favorite. Nobody. It's, the it's past three years, even. we knew who, who was gonna win. Yeah, or at least we knew yeah. who was gonna, yeah. mm-hmm. was gonna win. Even in the East, we kind of knew that you know it was gonna be LeBron, and then last year it was gonna be Giannis or Toronto. Yeah, oh, one yeah. of those two, and Philly was in the mix too. But this year, like. I feel like all of these teams in the East can make the finals. Miami, yeah. Milwaukee, Boston, Toronto. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. All of these teams can make the finals. So, I know that Boston has a star power. I love Toronto, man. Like, yeah, I like really, Nick I Nurse. Lo- I love lo- he loves Nick Nurse. I love Toronto. Nick Nurse is dope. <laughs> yo, bro, yo, bro, you kind of look like Nick Nurse. <laughs> yeah, stop playing, bro. <laughs> yo, I get told I look like um, Gordon Gordon Hayward <laughs> and, uh, and Luca. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Yeah, Dreamy texted me the other day. He was like, "Yo, when he hit that game winning three, he was like, "Yo, you kind of look like him." I was like, "Yo, stop playing." <laughs> anyway, nah, man, but you got the glasses, man. Yo. I'm telling you, you, you wait 30 years to get his age, bro. <laughs> I'm and trying you take to be a side like by Nick side. I'm trying to coach. I'm trying to coach Miami. <laughs> nah, man, but it's like I, I love Toronto, but I also understand that Boston has they they have more offensive firepower and they could probably match your defense because. Mm-hmm. Outside of Kawhi and Paul George, who's the best wing tandem in the NBA? It's probably Brown and Tatum. Yeah. Like, wing tandem much. is probably Brown and Tatum. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. This is going to be a tough series. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say I, it's a seven-game series, and I think that Toronto pulls it out. Okay. Mm. I think Toronto pulls mm. it out. They seven. better come out strong. Next if game. they go down 2-0, it's going to look really bad. Rocky. I think that championship experience plays a it huge helps. part. That definitely helps. I really do they, think you know, so. It does. People, people but, forget that, you know, but, although Kawhi was the best player on the team, a lot of those players were on that team last year and playing in those dogfight games. Yeah, so but they know, take they know. Kawhi out the equation. What's Toronto looking like in their playoffs last year? In general, they I don't, can't. I don't. I don't think they're. I don't think they're going to go to the Toronto finals. Toronto are I think, shaky. I, I, I in think. The look. Playoffs, I think. Man. I think this is. I think this is a really a really good team. team. This is a really good team. Who's but, their best player? This oh, isn't DeRo- This isn't DeRozan. No, this is this is definitely Demari, not a DeRozan Carol, led team. This is a Nick know, Nurse led. Jonas Valanciunas. Good players. If, if Demar was on this team, I'd go with Raptors because Demar could ball. But you take <laughs> out Demar, you you add Demar to this team. I'm saying don't switch nothing. Just add Demar. Oh, then you would pick them to I win got the, the Raptors. I mean, yeah, but no. Yo, this is a hot take, but I feel like the defense and. The three point shooting that Van Vliet gives you, he's nice. I take that over DeRozan's um, impact on the court. You're nuts. <laughs> De- DeRozan is a mid range scorer. DeRozan's a baller. Like, he's a mid range. <laughs> he can't play defense. He's a mid range scorer. Nah, nah, nah. But let's be real, fire. Like, 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 let's let's be real. Demar Derozan be choking OD. Yeah, you but were that's saying what that I'm you, saying. You, you just pointed out that this is a Raptors team that has that, that chokes. It was led by that man, Yannick and Gagway, though. Anyway, you, you know all much right. about him. Um, a bit. I know he's a pass rusher. He's a. I know he's um, he's an all pro. I believe was he an all pro? I think um, so, or at least a I pro bowler. I, I think a pro bowler. I'm not sure about all pro. Oh yeah, no, he's definitely good though. He's, he's definitely a good player. Yeah, now he's, he's a really good young pass rusher. But yeah. I mean, Minnesota just traded for him. 
I don't know if you guys know the backstory, but the backstory about this is that Yannick was very disgruntled with Jacksonville's front office because their front office has traded away Jalen Ramsey. It's incompetent. And Horrible. I think 2017, they had one of the best defenses. They had the best defense now in the Now they're one of – they've totally bottomed out. They're tanking. It's obvious. Yannick doesn't want to play there anymore. He wasn't even going to – he was going to sit Leonard out the Fournette. season. He was going to sit out the season. So Minnesota trades for him, and he wanted out of Jacksonville so bad mm-hmm. that he took a $6 million pay that. cut to join Jesus. the Vikings. And the Vikings gave up, I think, a second-round pick and some other kind of like late or mid-round pick. So, yeah, I mean, something's going on in Jacksonville. And they're probably tanking. I don't know why, because I really love Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. I think he's a really solid quarterback, probably a franchise quarterback. So I really don't know what's going on right now with the Jaguars, but I think this is a great move for the Vikings. Being what Joel said about, you know, the Jaguars tanking and all these players wanting to get out, um, I definitely agree. This was a team that was in the AFC Championship just a couple years ago against your Patriots. Yeah. They were they were nasty defense. If the, if the ball bounced different, they could have won that game. They kind of blew that. Blake Bortles and squad blew yeah. that game. That was very bad. They could have went to the Super Bowl, but it's just I just want to say like, thank God. In the grand didn't. scheme of things, it's just crazy how far this team has came. Because around the 2017 season, I was looking at them when I like I'm a Jets fan. I you know I look at the schedule and I'm like, yo, the Jaguars are a really really nice team, and every year they get slightly worse and worse <laughs> and worse, and now they've just gotten rid of. Everybody that like was their nucleus for their defense, mm-hmm. so um, I think <laughs> I think it's a really good move from Minnesota. They lost Everson Griffin; they get him for nothing. That's how bad he wanted it. He wanted less money to get out of there, so they got him for nothing. Um, no, far, I wouldn't say nothing. What well, not for nothing? But yeah. they definitely got him for for cheaper than than yeah, what he's worth. Yeah, he, yeah, he literally yeah. took a six million dollar pay cut to go. Um, but like, I agree with you. A lot of the problems lie. A lot of problems lie in Jacksonville. Uh, it's clear they're tanking. They just released Leonard Fournette today. Um, this team is not far from removed to me as being the worst <laughs> team in the NFL. Oh, man. Um, it probably I, is. I, they probably are. So, I mean, you know, I yeah. feel bad for the Jags. They went from a – could have been a championship yeah. contender, and it just blew up. And now look at them now. 2020, coming into the season, losing everybody. Nobody wants to play for them. You lose him. He's a young stud. I mean, uh, it, you got to pack it up now. You now if, if tank it's not season. Oh, it's it's a hundred. No, they're not gonna try. <laughs> Pand- pandemic they're, and they're, tank. They're so bad that they're gonna have no choice to tank. <laughs> <laughs> Their skill and everything is just not gonna match up. So oh, something's definitely going on in Jacksonville. Yeah, so so because of this, because Vikings made this move, who do you have winning the NFC North? It's between the Vikings, the Bears, the Packers, and the Lions. And the Lions. Yeah. Who do you have winning the division? Well. Um, just to um, summarize a bit on Yannick, I think, and the Jaguars, I think that um, the the Jaguars have never really been that good. Like mm-hmm. everyone knows, like yeah. nothing. That year they made the AFC Championship, I bet the odds, Vegas odds were plus ten thousand. There's mm-hmm. no way. Like I looked, I was like the Jaguars. I was like, we're definitely going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> but you're right. Um, Blake Bortles, way below average quarterback. If uh-huh. they if they had a, a glimpse, an average quarterback, they, they probably had a shot because their defense was that good. But they let go Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Jalen was a probably big, the, probably the top three corner in the game. No, he is a top three. Yeah, corner Yeah, and, and he was vocal about the organization yeah. and like like cut me pretty much. He yeah. went to the Rams. That's a smart move. Um, Yannick took a six million dollar cut on the in an NFL in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. So you're really not getting paid. So that shows you. Um, 
And uh, I th- I just think that the Vikings, so to move forward to who's going to mm-hmm. win it, um, I think the Vikings are always at like ten and six, mm-hmm. maybe eleven and five team, mm-hmm. but they're no sleeper. Like they bounced the 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 Saints last year. Uh-huh. I had them going to the Super Bowl and they bounced them. Mm-hmm. Um, was <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. They that was there's Surprising. no shirt, there's no shot. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Uh, Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Kirk Cousins should have outplayed Drew Brees and <laughs> the best wide receiver in football, uh-huh. Michael Thomas, uh-huh. in the dome. Mm-hmm. That should not have happened. I don't know what happened. Um, so I, I'm gonna say the Vikings because I, I think Aaron Rodgers is a little deflated right now, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he's gonna put he's gonna have to carry the Green Bay Packers big time. Devontae Adams, nice. Devontae Adams, top five in the game, mm-hmm. but I think defense wins you games and championships. So I'm gonna go Vikings. Okay. What do you think? I'm going the Lions. Okay, <laughs> I got the Lions winning division, and this is Yo. why. Because first, I'm gonna name I'm gonna name everything wrong with every team in the NFC North. Okay, because this division is probably gonna be the closest division in football. You know, the closest division is. in football mm-hmm. usually that that the closest division in football is usually the NFC East, mm-hmm. right? The Giants, the not Eagles recently, Cowboys. but it was. Uh-huh. That division now is the NFC North. Mm-hmm. Green Bay, they lost their leading tackler Blake Martinez. Big loss. They Very lost. Loss. They lost Brian Bulaga mm-hmm. to the Chargers. What was their biggest weakness last year? Stopping a run, and they don't have any wide receiver outside of Devontae Adams. Very true. What do they do? They lose Jimmy Graham. Mm. Now their starting tight end is a thirty-six-year-old Mercedes Lewis. He might be thirty-seven. He only had one hundred thirty-five yards receiving last year. <laughs> You didn't add a wide receiver. They added Devin Funches. He opted out of the NFL season because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So you didn't add a wide receiver. In the most stacked wide receiver class, you drafted a project quarterback in the first round and a running back in the second round when you have an 1,000-yard rusher in Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. So they totally mismanaged there. You can't stop the run. When you can't stop the run, it's because your linebackers are bad. Mm-hmm. They let go of their best of all their better linebackers, and what they got in return is Christian Kirksey, who's probably not an upgrade. <laughs> then let's go to Minnesota. You lose Stephon Diggs. That's oh, big. That's true. Adam, that's big. Adam Thielen had an off year last year. He only he averaged, got hurt, though. Yeah, but he only averaged 41 yards per game receiving they didn't know in that. the games that he played. So he he's your number one now. Who's your real number two? You really don't know. Calvin uh, Cook, I would say. Like, just in, in Cook, general. Their player, yeah, but receiver is probably a rookie, Justin Jefferson. Do you trust a rookie? Mm, I'm not, not sure. Not. Then you look at the Vikings' offensive line. To get Yannick, mm-hmm. they had to cut the right tackle or the left tackle, Riley Reef. Mm-hmm. He's not that good, but he's their best option. Yeah. So now you don't even have somebody to protect Kirk Cousins' blindside. Mm-hmm. Their biggest problem is the offensive line. They didn't address it. A strong defense. They got a little bit stronger, you can say. But they also lost all their corners. Mackenzie Alexander, Trey Waynes, Xavier they Rose. lost Mackenzie oh, Alexander? Yeah. Oh, wow. So they lost all of their corners, and now they're, they're hoping that these young ones step up. Mm-hmm. So their weaknesses on their team are corners, offensive line. Linebackers. And Dalvin Cook is injured a lot. Injured He's never had a full season. Ever. So, and their, their schedule is tough. Mm-hmm. Like, their schedule is tough. I think each team in the division is facing the 49ers, the Saints, the Titans, the Colts, the Texans. Like, each team has a really tough schedule. The Vikings yeah. face Dallas, too. Dallas isn't going to be a slouch this season. Now let's go on to uh, let's the go on to the Bears. The Bears, early defensively. 
but who's your quarterback? Yeah. Like you, you can't tell a team like every team in this division has a good quarterback: Stafford, Cousins, Rodgers, and then Trubisky slash Foles. <laughs> they haven't even named their starting quarterback. That means that both of these quarterbacks have been bad in camp. You like Trubisky can't can't outplay Foles, and Foles can't outplay Trubisky. <laughs> so what is going on here? If you can't score, you can't win. And what there's proof in that with the Jaguars. They had one of the best defenses we've seen in recent history. Very Their true. offense was so bad. Same thing with the Jets. That they couldn't years win ago. games. Same thing with the Jets years ago. Elite right. defensively, we had a rookie, Mark Sanchez. Terrible. Oh, way like 10 oh, years yeah, ago. But that, yeah, but that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, uh, those problems are alive and well, and especially with the Bears. It's on to the Lions. Their biggest weakness last year was defense, right? Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford played like an elite quarterback last year. He missed games, right? Stafford last yeah, year? Yeah, he did. They could have started four and one yeah. or five and zero. Oh, realistically, the first game was tied against Arizona. They should have won. They blew the lead. Uh, they beat the Chargers. They beat the Eagles. They started out two and zero oh and one. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Chiefs in down like a miraculous down to the wire, down down to to the the wire game. game. They should have won that game. And then on Monday Night Football, they got robbed against the Packers in like two bogus face face tans to the face penalties. Mm-hmm. So they could have realistically started four and zero or five and zero, or four and one and five and zero. So their defense, they get Jamie Collins from the Patriots, really good linebacker. They really get great. Danny Shelton. They get Desmond Trufant from the Falcons. Mm-hmm. They get Deron Harmon, a safety from the Patriots. He's a really good safety too. They draft a cornerback, third overall, in Jeff Okuda, who's going to be a stud in the NFL. They have a good slot in Justin Coleman. Their linebackers are iffy. But they have all the good surrounding parts, and I think this is a year that the Lions take this division. It's going to be close. But then you look at their offense, Carrion Johnson, DeAndre nice. Swift, yeah. I think second or first-round pick. DeAndre Swift, I think he was a second-round pick. Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola. They have a pretty good offensive line. Elite quarterback. Matt Stafford. He's not elite. No, I think Sta- right. Stafford is great. If he's not elite, Stafford he's borderline because he's a really he, good quarterback. Stafford he's is above great. average, but he's not No, elite. Stafford he's is great. Stafford is great. great. Stafford what's, is what's great. What's the far- farthest he's gone? <laughs> it's not about that. Football, <laughs> really? And football is not Come about on, that. It is it's not about, about that. that. No, <laughs> he's only made the playoffs once in his career. It made his playoffs once. No, I think twice. It's a quarterback-driven league. And you made the playoff twice. That's false. And I'll tell you why that's false. It's false because football is a team game. When you're playing for the Detroit Lions, who... Before Matt Stafford got there, went 0-16, it's really hard to bring that franchise it into is. relevance, no, especially in a division that has Aaron Rodgers, yeah. one of the better quarterbacks of all time playing there, who's probably going to win the division every other year. Yeah, like this is, this is the year for Detroit. This is the year for Detroit, and they're going to do it. It's definitely quarterback living. Who's the last M- non-MVP quarterback? No, it's a quarterback-driven league, but quarterbacks cannot win with the Without a great team, yeah, of you course. Name, and Matthew Stafford has never had a great team. I don't think. No, that's true. I don't He's think. Never had a great team. I don't think any Not a year. Great team. Man. I don't never think. Had a great. Team. But do you think he has a great team this year? He doesn't have a great team, but he has a so, good team. But everybody in the NFC North doesn't have a great team. They all have huge flaws, and I think the the bet the best team that's well surrounded, like that's surrounding their quarterbacks, the best is the Lions this year. So where do they go? I think they win the division. Nine and seven or ten and six, Damn. because I I see the Bears going five and eleven or six and ten. <laughs> All right, I see the Vikings going seven and nine. I see the Packers going eight and eight, and I see the Lions. Wow, I see them what going ten call. and six, nine and seven. It's gonna be a close division. It it's is. gonna be really close. 
But I got Detroit. Um, What's it called? Stafford can't lose any of those division games then. He got to go nearly undefeated. You think he could? I mean, definitely 2-0 against the... The the Bears, uh, and then you think you think he go two and one, two and zero oh against these two? No, he won't go two and zero. Oh. One think, and one, maybe? I think they'll split. They'll split. They'll split. All right, every division game is tough, regardless. Of, like, it is. Every division game. Like I've seen the Jets take the, the Jets, Patriots Pats, down to yeah, the wire Jets, Bills, multiple times, but the better team and ends it, up winning. Matthew Stafford throughout his career, the question mark with him was he can't be great without Calvin Johnson. Well. He doesn't have Calvin Johnson. He was great with Golden Tate and Marvin Jones. Yeah, they're good. He's great with Galladay now. Like stat, I think Doug Baldwin, or it wasn't Doug Baldwin. It was Golden Tate. Golden Tate said that Matthew Stafford was the best quarterback that he's ever played with, and he played with Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. So that's saying something about Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford is no slouch. Definitely not. He's a no slouch. slouch. He's not a slouch. You, you put him. You put him on the 49ers, The 49ers win that Super Bowl last year. Don't cap. No, he's better. He, I yeah. think he's Don't better than Jimmy. Jimmy G's. Jimmy G's. No a, way, bro. Jimmy Who? G's overrated, bro. He's a little There's overrated. No, way. no, he really is. Jimmy Jimmy G's nice. Don't get no, me he's wrong. Not, I'm he's not, not saying Stafford, he's whack, though. but, but no, Matthew, he, he uh, Stafford's better than Jimmy. Don't yeah, get me wrong. But, no, but, but I think it's by far he's better. No, than it's not. That is by far. I think it's by far. He has a better arm. He's doing it with less talent. He doesn't have three split running backs like they have. He doesn't literally have anything at his disposal no including way. a great head coach that Jimmy think that Jimmy G does that has so i don't think it's he, close he's not he's definitely not elite i don't think he's ever been elite cool. in the nfl i Matt think he's Stafford. he's had a 5000 yard passing season yeah but those are just numbers i'm talking nah, about you got those are win. numbers those, you got to win went, i think he went 9 and 7 that year you, exactly well, that, that's, that's a good record that's, elite. that's a positive record it's not elite man you, it's an elite season elite for a is like 13 and 3 12 and 12 and 4 so is the just, so, so 41 touchdowns and 16 picks with 5,000 yards that's not elite that's not a he's, great season he's yeah that's individual elite. wise season. just just check, look at the consistency outside of his rookie year Outside of his rookie year, he's always had he's great good. ratings, good he's, touchdown he's great. interception he's, ratio. He's, he's good. He's, he's a, not he, he, great. He's great in my he, eyes. He, he's literally he's he's that not, team. That team is so bad. They're pretty. That bad. organization is so bad, and the fact that he's even willing to give you these type of numbers and even make Lions games worth watching says a lot. Because yo, <laughs> let me tell you something. Like if you really pay attention and you watch Matt Stafford, he has a great arm. That's what he's known for. Oh, he has a he's he's number one pick. cannon. He has a cannon. And he was the number one pick. I I wish every day we had had the number one pick that dropped to pick him over Mark Sanchez. Oh, uh, damn. 09. You yeah. took Sanchez? No, no. He came off oh, the board first. On. We had the third pick, so we picked Mark Sanchez. I mean, Ooh, if damn. I was if, if he would have fallen to us, Jets would have won the Super Bowl. With the Jets. Yeah, Stafford. Why not? Why Stafford? not? So we no didn't go way. to back-to-back AFC championships with Mark Sanchez. Not... He didn't play awful outside of his rookie year, his second year. He was just he was just average, just an average yeah, quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You add Matthew Stafford, who's infinitely better than him, who can throw the ball better, who has better weapons, yeah, who has an elite what, defense, which he's, ne- which he's never been surrounded. Which he's never been surrounded with a team as good as Mark Sanchez. He's did. not winning a Super Bowl. He, they got right. a shot. So they got so, a right. shot so of making... winning. Winning's a stretch, but getting there, yeah, getting yeah, there, we you, could definitely you, get there with him. He was our quarterback instead you of Mark could Sanchez. Def- yeah, for sure. You got a tough ride. You got be, you. At we that beat you time, guys with Mark yeah, Sanchez. Yeah, I know. You had Brady. You had Brady. <laughs> that was the last time. Uh, like, that's the last time we won a playoff game. Ben, jeez. You got Brady, Ben, and Peyton. You got to go through those. Yeah, they, they did go through two of them. We did, not, but not every at all. Year, every year we went through two of them. We went through Philip Rivers one year. Then we went through Carson Palmer. Got stopped. Who's by Who's better, Philip Rivers or Stafford? 
It's really close. But exactly. I that go, should tell you a lot. Philip Rivers is no, great. Rivers he's is a Hall bad. of Famer. He's not bad. Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer, but Outside. he's nothing like the he's Chargers not are like, a bad organization. Oh my too, God, right? Philip Rivers is on the on the field like. We're in trouble. Like no, Philip Rivers, I, I, no, two I minute think that, warning. Uh, no. no one's shaking that. No, Philip Rivers. Think, is a I'm pick. not gonna lie. I agree with that. Two minute warning. Come, I'm not really. You're not. I'm not you're really, like no. I'm being. I'm being honest. I think that when Philip, no, you I'll game plan for Philip Rivers. Really good, though. You game plan for Philip Rivers. Of course, he's, of course, he's, 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 he's your franchise. He, he like I'm. I'm you like. There's a lot of those quarterbacks in the league that you game like. He just got paid 25 mil for a year. Is he better than Big Ben and Eli? Who Philip? Philip is, no. is better oh, than Eli. Maybe Eli, but those two rings are big. I'll give even you that. Ben, even <laughs> Yo, Ben, two even rings Ben are is enormous. Those two no, big. I don't even think ben it's close, close between. I, I mean, look, statistically, ben, statistically, you could argue it. I would give the slight edge to Ben Roethlisberger, though. That's just me, personally. That's just me. I think it's me. really close. I really do. It's close, but he's not. Philip Rivers has too many turnovers for me. Sometimes he's had some of the highest turnover seasons yep. that I could ever you remember. Ben, ben too, but. To his credit, I mean, outside of a couple Two years, like Danny Tomlinson, he's had some good teams. But I'm, I'm, it's it's a fact that Ben Roethlisberger and Eli Manning, for the most parts, have been granted better teams than uh, Philip Rivers. But I mean, if I'm, if if I think big, I think Big Ben is better than Philip. I think Philip, as a talent, is better than Eli Manning. But like you said, those two Super Bowl rings against the greatest quarterback of all time help him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you. Specifically, would be hmm. talking about Philip Rivers different had he won a championship. Of course, anyone's different. But, you, you know, won a championship. you know, but you can't like you can't you can't blame him not winning anything. I when really he wasn't think, surrounded with great pieces. I really for his think entire football career. is different from any other sport. Football, when you talk about championships, you have to talk about football in the same breath that you talk about a sport like soccer mm-hmm. or baseball, where championships don't make that player because it's football is the ultimate team game it is and so is soccer so is baseball it's the ultimate it's not like basketball where you can have a lebron just dominate everybody and will your team football is just not like patrick mahomes (laughs) football you need your blockers to be in sync you need your receivers to catch you need your defense to hold up leads and if we're being honest a lot of these quarterbacks that have been great stafford included he always has a bottom 20 defense in the NFL, bottom 10 defense in the NFL. Yeah. So he always has one of the worst defenses. He has to put up enormous amount of points. And every so time, you can't judge them fairly. Every time I see a Lions game, well, for the most part, I notice that Matthew Stafford's always playing from behind. You know, he's never has mm-hmm. the lead. And in the NFL, if you're playing from behind and you're down big, you're going to be forced to sling the, sling the football so I mean, look, I agree with Joel. He has Matthew Stafford is to me he's a borderline great quarterback. He hasn't been yep. he hasn't been granted anything outside of Calvin I'll Johnson. Agree. Calvin Johnson retired early. What have they done since? Like what what have they done since? Uh, I think I I agree with them. I think this is their best year to win a championship. Bears, no 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 not a championship. Not part of me. Part of me. Part of <laughs> me. Division. Excuse me. The division. division. Uh, <laughs> Bears. Bears. I agree with you. Bears have a quarterback dilemma. Uh, Aaron Rodgers outside of last year, to me, he That's doesn't look. He doesn't, man. he doesn't look like the same Aaron Rodgers as, as before. They were and thirteen and three. He doesn't look like the same bad Aaron Rodgers. They were, they were thirteen. No, they had he a top more, ten defense. Yo, Joel, Joel, Joel. They got smoked by Just, San Fran Joel, because San Fran was a better team. You want to know? To bottom, San Fran was definitely you know, a better this, team. This is a stat for you. Last year, Green Bay faced five playoff teams a whole year. This year, they're going to face seven. Last year, they were eight and one in one score games. That doesn't happen in the NFL. You don't you don't win close yeah. games like that. They were eight and one in one score games. They got really lucky on a lot of those. Aaron Rodgers to me looked more of a game manager than ever before last year. 
But I don't think it's because Aaron Rodgers isn't Aaron Rodgers. I think because the offense, uh-huh. Matt LaFleur's the offense, system, the they center around the running game, which is why they took they a, have running, a good back running back in the second round. Um, and then to go along with the Vikings, the loss of Stephon Diggs, all those corners, everybody else, I don't think that team is going to be the same. So, you know what? <laughs> you, you definitely convinced me that I think if, if there's any shot at winning the division now, this is the Lions' best shot at winning the oh, division. Oh, dude. So no who way. did you have again before we move on to uh, the next topic? I got the Vikings okay. on... Uh, like by, Going, by a game, if if whoever whoever wins the, the well, division games, I think they win the the division. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just uh, I think it's coulda shoulda woulda for Matt Stafford, and it's he's always on the on the subpar historically. But this year, let's see what he's got. It's the next topic. So, next topic is what do you think is Jamal Murray's and John, mm. Donovan Mitchell's ceiling? Mm, let's see. You want to go? I mean, sure. I'll start it off. So by ceiling, that's you, your boy. Well, yeah, but Mitch. Jamal Murray is. What is their maximum potential that they can reach? Like superstar, superstar, all star. What is it? Um, start with wow. Murray. Start. With I'll Murray. start with Jamal Murray. Um, wanted to say shout out to Jamal Murray. He's been absolutely Buckets, bro balling Yo. in this postseason. I've literally seen him take over games like a superstar can take over games. It should take over games. Um. I think he has a good chance of becoming a superstar. My only thing with Jamal Murray is he's doing it at the most important time in the playoffs. But I want to see a season or two of him, you know, averaging, you know, 24, 26 points per game with, you know, good assists, good field goal percentages. Um, what do you average? This year? 19. 19, you know. Damn. So he's the? he's definitely balled, He's definitely been balling out. I got to see that more in the regular season, postseason. He's showing me that he can score. And this series, would you say that he's been the best player on Denver? For he sure, probably sure. has been By the best. Far. Now, my, my, my only thing with Jamal Murray is playing it behind somebody like Nikola Jokic, who relatively is the best player on that team. Yep. You're not going to be able to really shine, and you know, not that you're not going to be able to shine, but you're not going to be able to be the superstar. I think Nikola Jokic has, you know, over the past couple years, even this last season, has proven that he's the best player on that team. Um, sure. I think I think Jamal Murray definitely has potential to be a superstar player in this league. He's only 23 years old. Uh, River said he couldn't get better. I don't I don't know what that was about. Yo, uh, <laughs> I saw that. He said he couldn't they were get down, better. They were down at they, the time, They were right? down big. Um, yeah. But definitely with, with the way he, he's a skillful player, can shoot the ball, can dribble, can get to the basket. He's an underrated passer. He has all the, all the recipe to be a superstar or all-star level player going forward. Uh, now, moving on to Donovan Mitchell. Everybody knows how I feel about Donovan Spider. Mitchell. He's, he's my favorite player you got behind jersey? LeBron. I do have his jersey behind LeBron. Um, Donovan Mitchell, uh, superstar. I, for sure, for sure, in my eyes. For, I, I don't know about for sure because superstar in like top 10, top 5 player or top I'm 10? I'm talking like top he's, 15, he's starting. Top 10. Oh, I'll wait for my take. Um, Donovan Mitchell... Outside, the talent is there. The talent is there. Uh, we did a podcast episode, I think, last week saying that I think for him to reach his maximum potential, he has to leave Utah. He has to leave that team. Um, Arguably, yeah. If he wins this series, that's another. That's you a, think so? Because I think Utah's building around Donovan. They want him to I, be I there. just feel like, I don't know if you saw, like, what we've seen the reports. I don't know if you saw yesterday. I don't think Donovan Mitchell really likes Rudy Gobert. And I think mm. that. They trade his ass. They, they, they would trade Rudy Gobert. They're gonna. They're so, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so like, so Peace. they trade Rudy Gobert. Get some, you know, get other scores. Get another solid big man. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell definitely has the game to be a, su- a superstar level player in this game. 
when you're getting compared to Dwayne Wade, obviously, you know, not as good yeah. so far, obviously not yeah. as good. But when you're getting compared to the, someone with the likes of Dwayne Wade, you got to be doing something you have, special. You have to be doing something special. This year, he came off, what, 25, 5, and 5 season? Leading the playoffs and scoring. Leading the you playoffs know what, scoring. You know he's averaging? Fi- this series? I don't know. Enlighten me. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. So, these two young ballplayers are studs. Very young. That's good. That's the good thing about both of them. I think they're both 23. Both definitely have the skill. Uh, but like I said, I want I want Jamal Murray to do it for a, a season or two. You know, be an all star, be a certified all star before I can make that. But so far, he's proven to me that he has the game because he's doing it on the biggest stage. Donovan Mitchell, he's he's already won a playoff series against three Hall of Fame players who none of us had Utah even going to the playoffs that year. And since his rookie year, it's safe to say that he's gotten better in every aspect of basketball. So. Yeah, I do think one day that these, these or in the future that these two players can definitely be superstar players in the NBA. For real. That was a great take, bro. Yeah. Um I'll start by just to put it like my thoughts in perspective, both great players. Um I think Mitch is a better player all yeah, around. I think sure. he's more complete. Now, yeah. I think uh Jamal, both twenty three is ridiculous. Yeah, they're dude. really young. Ridiculous. Start the the talent going forward is insane. Like mm-hmm. NBA is in great hands. Um, I think Murray, I, if he keeps this up, mm-hmm. like, like you said, you, you guys obviously watched last game. Yeah. The rim looked like the ocean. <laughs> this him. dude could not miss at all. There was a breakaway breakaway, um, for, for Denver three on one. Jamal Murray stopped at the three and popped the three. Like that's a coach's nightmare. Like yeah. three on one, you got to get a bucket. Yeah. Um, but I think that Jamal, I think Jamal um, definitely has the game, the skill set. Yeah, he's got he's got everything in him. I just got I just think time will tell. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen these players that come and go, mm-hmm. that they get like a fifty piece or a forty piece, and and we live in the moment. So mm-hmm. we're like, oh my god, the new star. We were living in the moment with TJ Warren in the bubble. I didn't forget. Yeah, a lot like, of people come on. Saying, but okay, I don't well, think anybody really believed in that moment. You didn't believe. Yeah, in TJ I know Warren. what you mean. Mm-hmm. It was more like a like. It a, was more of a us. meme. It was I'm not more of a meme. Us, but TJ Warren was definitely balling out. But like. If to get fifty in the NBA, you gotta be good. Yeah. Like no, there's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But time will tell. Like the Denver has been two, three, four seed the last couple of years. If really Jamal Murray can, uh, you know, average take that next step, average twenty five, twenty six with Nikola, yeah. yeah, and like actually be a threat. Like, like you gotta, you when you step on the court, you people gotta be like, damn, like, like we, we, this is serious. Like when. The star step in like with LeBron, KD, the top five. Mm-hmm. You got to have that presence on the on the court. Um, I think Jamal's ceiling is um, off the bench All Star. Mm-hmm. He can be the, he can be on, on the All Star team for mm-hmm. the West off yeah. the bench. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, I think I really like this kid. Like I I really like this kid. This is he's special. If he can play defense, if Dwayne Wade's the best shot guarding shot blocking guard the league has ever seen. But if um, Donovan Mitchell can play better defense, just a little better, honestly, not like Damn, lockdown. That's gonna be hard though. Um, yeah, because buckets. Oh my God, he was <laughs> he was flaming. Like no one, no one on that Jazz team could score outside Donovan Mitchell. He was calling double, triple teams, dishing out, making the right play, bricks. So if Donovan Mitchell can get a star forward, like an, uh, a small a three or a four. Um, and maybe a little better. Mike Conley's already on the on the older side. If he can get a better two, I think you're right. They're building around the Jazz. They're willing to pay him for sure. They yeah. we know they know mm-hmm. you don't let go of of Donovan Mitchell. Just like they're not letting go of Luca. Um, 
And uh, I think the difference is Jamal Jamal starts the bench for the West All-Stars. I think Donovan Mitchell starts for the All-West Stars. That's the biggest difference. Okay, so he's an All-Star starter, All-NBA level player. Yeah, See going forward. Okay, what do you think? I really, I think that both of these players are great. I you just, like Jamal Murray. I like Jamal Murray, <laughs> he but does, he I, does. I don't think that any of these players are top five potential. Okay. Right now like even, or ever? Even ever. So let us like, e- enlighten us. Damn. Even let's at see, Donovan Mitchell's best year, I don't think he's going to be considered a top five player. I don't think Jamal Murray will ever be considered a top <laughs> five or ten player. I think I Jamal Murray five. could be an all-star. Donovan Mitchell could be like that Cracking into the top ten mm-hmm. player, like when when we look at the young talent, we look at Luca. Mm-hmm. He's young the as best. hell. We look at Giannis. He's super young. Zion Williams. We look at Trey Young. He, he's super young. We we're not too sure about Trey Young yet, but his numbers show that he'll he could be ball. Great. He could ball. Anthony Davis is going to be here for a long time mm-hmm. as well. Giannis. Um, Kawhi's only twenty seven or twenty eight. He's going to be here for a while. John Morant. So it's John Morant. He's good too. Like there's just so Zion. much young talent. Zion. Jason Tatum. Yeah. Jason Tatum. Yeah, but that's East. You gotta remember. No, this that's East. But I'm saying like top ten, in top general, five like, player in oh, general. In general. I don't I, ever I see the, I, any of them cracking it. Donovan Mitchell has oh. the best chance, mm-hmm. but Donovan Mitchell will probably be like in the eighth spot. Jamal Murray, I'm not sure. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Like, it's going to be tough, but I think the talent in this league is just so good mm-hmm. that right now, from what I'm seeing, all these young players, I don't think that they ever crack that top five. Not Definitely not top five. Mm-hmm. Top ten, maybe. It's um, huge maybe, though. All right. Um, can I ask both of you a question if you agree on mm-hmm. like with what I'm about to say? Um, I need to see Jamal Murray do this for a season or two, averaging twenty four, twenty five. I can't just give him like a yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, do you agree, Joel? Like, you need to see this for a full on season. Oh, yeah, this is just the. Pl- I know is, playoffs mean a lot. Playoffs mean a lot, but I need playoffs. to see this for a season. I need mm-hmm. to see not. I don't need him to drop fifty every game, yeah. but I need him to be that twenty four, twenty five yep. points per game score. I need him to see that. Um, I think we've seen that for Donovan Mitchell already, averaging twenty four, twenty five this year. But my only concern with um jamal murray is i just need to see this for a prolonged season or two and then maybe we can start really talking but does he have the potential to be a, a superstar or at least a really 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 good player in this league absolutely mm-hmm. yeah man i think that uh i think that they both got a lot of potential but at the end of the day we, we're gonna see they're still young very young i so think we'll mitch see. i and think pl- mitch is close to top five like I, I he's got he's almost there Mm-hmm. For sure, he's in the he's, future. You can see, yeah. It. Give him like two more years. If he doesn't crack it in two more years, I think you're right. He'll be like a top eight. Um, yeah. We'll see. Who do you guys? Before we close up the segment, who do you guys got? Game seven tomorrow. This is a, this is a very game inter- seven. I got Denver. Got Denver. Who do you mm-hmm. have? Uh? I think. I, I think my my head is telling me Denver because they're uh, they're just three what two in a row now. Yeah. But I think I think my heart's telling me Jazz because the Jazz are right there, man. Yeah. Just close it out. Somebody, a few, somebody else step up other than Mitch, and I think the Jazz. I'm gonna go with the Jazz. I'm I got go the, the jazz, jazz tomorrow too. It's gonna be yeah. I think this is gonna be a game seven to remember. Yo. You know, we're gonna be talking about this like a couple years later down the line. Maybe Who would have a thought? rivalry formed out of this because they're going at each best, other. Best. This is the best uh, first round series yeah. so far. Yeah, France well. down. We'll see. Um, All right. So we're going to close off the show on that. So I want to thank you for being on the show and thank you for supporting the podcast. I see him. He's always active on Instagram or whatever. (laughs) So I want to thank you for being on the show. Get the applause. Yeah. What's up? All right. So we're going to close it off. Thank you. And thank you guys for watching. And we'll see you guys next time. Yep.
Hey, this is Elliot Smith from the Arsenal Vision Podcast. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now they're raising another round on the platform WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdsourcing service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be part of a growing startup. You can invest as little as $100, and in other words, that means you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in a cool company on WeFunder. Blue Wire is raising money to expand their team, improve operations, and that will in turn help this show continue to grow. If you'd like to be a part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com slash bluewire.